This is Vincent, and you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time, and their friends in the media lie too. Their uninformed true believers claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our mission is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. I have a question that just keeps dogging me, and I can't let it go. Look, we've done everything they asked, haven't we? We wear our masks, and we social distance, and we wash our hands. And now we're getting vaccinated. And Johnson & Johnson just got their vaccine approved the other day, and it's effective with only one shot, not two. And by the end of July, the drug companies say that they'll have over 600 million doses of the vaccine that'll be available. 600 million doses. So my question is, with all of that, why won't the Democrats and the radical left and Dr. Fauci, he fits in there somewhere, why won't they stop trying to keep us all locked down? It seems to me that they aren't very happy that the statistics are showing that things are getting dramatically better. New cases of the virus are plummeting, and fewer and fewer people are dying. Yet Joe Biden and Dr. Fauci are acting like the sky is falling. They're saying that we need to be careful. We need to wear masks, maybe forever to hear them talk. They're trying their best to keep everybody scared to death, and that's obvious. We hear about new strains of the virus, strains that might be much worse than the original virus. And then we hear that the vaccines work against those strains, too. And then they tell us that we still need to be careful, because you never know when one of these strains from Europe or Africa or Guatemala won't respond to the vaccine, and then everyone on Earth will probably die. And they don't even want us to go back to work, it seems, and we can't send our kids to school, even after everyone is vaccinated, because you just never know. So even though they don't know, they're guessing, just like they have all through this pandemic, they think it's a good idea to keep us locked down. And some states, states like Florida, their leaders aren't listening to Joe Biden or Dr. Fauci. They're open for business, and they've been open for months. And they're doing better than the blue states that have been completely locked down from the very beginning of the pandemic. And even some blue states are finally starting to open up, very slowly, only a tiny bit, but they are opening. They're finally giving in to the science, even though they clearly don't want to. You know they don't want to, but they're getting afraid. They know that people are beginning to see that the lockdowns aren't working, that maybe they never worked, and they know that if they don't start opening their states pretty soon, they're in trouble politically. And that's a problem they take seriously. And don't tell me about all the teachers who'd really like to go back to work, but they can't because the union leaders won't let them. I've had teachers even tell me that. I've been told that in the town I live in, 95% of the teachers want to go back to teaching kids in person. They said they even did a poll that showed that to be true. But they can't go back because their union leaders are against it. Someone on my local school committee actually told me that. He wasn't happy when I didn't buy his argument. I told him that if 95% of the union members really wanted to go back to work, they'd fire all of their leaders and work. 
I told them they're only pretending to want to go back to work. They like working from home an hour or two a day or not working at all, and they're going to milk this for all it's worth. And he didn't like it when I told him that. And Joe Biden and the radical left are doing the same thing. They're using the pandemic as a political tool, a tool to solidify their power and increase their power and to abuse their power. But they're running out of time, and their little power trip is about to come to an end. And they're not happy about that. It was only a matter of time before people would catch on, but they are catching on, finally. And this isn't good for Joe Biden and his radical friends. They're running around like a bunch of stampeding rabbits using the pandemic, using their typical scare tactics so they can pass some terrible pieces of legislation that won't do much of anything for the American people, but it will give them more power. And that's the whole point, isn't it? Isn't this what they always do? Use a crisis to try to get more power? The failed mayor of Chicago, Rahm Emanuel, famously said, never let a good crisis go to waste. And true to those words, Joe Biden is trying to live up to them. We've been hearing that phrase since the bad old days of the Obama administration, when Mr. Emanuel first said them. But have you ever really taken the time to think about those words? Never let a good crisis go to waste. Democrats in the media dismiss those words. They tell us that these are political words, words said by politicians, and they don't really mean it. We shouldn't take them seriously. They're lying. They are political words, but they are despicable words, and the Democrats do believe in them. What those words mean is that they'll use a crisis, any crisis, even a pandemic where over a half million Americans have died, to gain a political advantage. They'll step over the bodies of dead Americans to advance ideas that, without a crisis, would never be taken seriously by most of the American people. Only people with no conscience would ever do a thing like that. It proves how little Democrats really care about people. It exposes them for who they really are and what they really want. They're people with ideas that are so terrible and so harmful to the American people that the only way they can ever adopt them is to use fear and deception to get them enacted. They need a crisis. That's why they're always trying to create panic. Panic about everything. If it isn't the pandemic, it's climate change or systematic racism or white supremacy. Anything at all, as long as they can use it to get more power. Because that's all they really care about. But they might be losing this latest crisis, and I don't think they're going to be able to hold on to it much longer. And it's all Donald Trump's fault. The vaccine is really ruining things for the Democrats and the media and the radical left. Even in blue states, people 65 years old and older, people who are at the greatest risk of dying from the virus, are now getting the vaccine. Blue state incompetence has slowed things down a bit, but the vaccine is finally out there, and the death rates are going down dramatically. They've tried giving the vaccine to prisoners and people who weren't really at risk, maybe hoping to use up the supply, but even that didn't work. The numbers are still going down. You'd think they'd be happy, wouldn't you? You'd think it would be front-page news, but it isn't. Then they tried to say there wasn't enough vaccine, that Donald Trump didn't leave them a single dose of it when he left the White House. 
But we know that's a lie. And just the other day, the drug makers said that they're on schedule and that they've always been on schedule and that they're now ramping up production even more. How will Democrats and the media spin that into a crisis? And then for a while, all you heard about was that some people were getting sick from the vaccine and a couple of people tragically died from it. And they sounded happy. Another crisis. Maybe they'd have to stop giving out the vaccine because too many people were dying. And we could stay locked down until a new vaccine could be developed. And that could take years. And they could blame Donald Trump for everything. He rushed this killer vaccine into production. And he knew it wouldn't work. He should be locked up in solitary confinement forever. But not enough people died. So they're still giving out the vaccine. And the death rates keep falling. And they keep saying that 500,000 Americans have died from the pandemic. And places like Italy and France have fewer deaths. So that proves that Donald Trump is a monster. But they don't ever tell you that over 850,000 people have died in Europe. Because that would ruin their argument. You need to panic. Because if you don't, this opportunity to take control will slip through their fingers. And they can't let that happen. They're upset. They're distraught. If these numbers keep dropping, you're going to demand to be free. You're going to go to work whether they like it or not. You're going to eat in restaurants and take vacations and go to the gym and get together with your friends, too. And you might talk about their failures and their lies. You might talk about how nothing they did really helped. You might talk about the fact that Joe Biden didn't really have a plan. He was lying. They were all lying. And you might start to wonder why they were lying and why they're still lying. And you'll ask why they don't want businesses and schools and restaurants to open again. Why do Dr. Fauci and Joe Biden keep saying that we need to change our lives for years to come? Why does opening the country scare them so much? Do you really think it's because they have so much compassion for us? You don't really think that they want to keep us locked down because they care about us so much, do you? Of course you don't. You've listened to them for over a year, all the experts, and you did what you were told, and now you know they were lying. Oh, for a while, they had a legitimate excuse for their lockdowns. Nobody knew about this virus. There were way too many unknowns. There wasn't a single country in the world where things went well, not one. Yet the Democrats in the media and their radical friends had to blame Donald Trump for everything. They had to politicize a pandemic. If only he had been more compassionate. If only he had set a good example and worn a mask. Maybe if he did wear a mask, more people would have followed his lead and they'd be alive today. And now we know about the pandemic, don't we? We know that they locked us down and they shouldn't have. In Europe, their schools have always been open. Their kids haven't been suffering from all of the terrible things that being isolated can do to a child. They've been getting their education. Meanwhile, our children have been falling behind. Many of them are deeply depressed, and many of them have committed suicide. But the Democrats and the radical left and the media, they don't talk about that very much. They say it's only out of a deep sense of caring and concern for the children and the teachers that they want to keep schools closed for in-person learning. 
It's because they have compassion, they say. Compassion? Compassion for who? It's all because of politics, not caring. And because of that terrible man, Donald Trump, their story is starting to fall apart. They were so sure that the vaccine would never be developed. They were positive it could never happen so fast. It's always taken years to do what it took the Trump administration only a year to do. And the vaccine could have even been approved before the election, but it wasn't. That's something everyone knows about and agrees on. The announcement of the approval of the vaccine was delayed until after the election. It was delayed because Donald Trump might have won the election if they approved it before the vote. And think about it. Really think about it. What would have happened to America and the entire world if the vaccine took two years instead of one, or two and a half years, or three years? And please, don't tell me that Joe Biden or Barack Obama would have done it in a year. No one will ever believe that lie. So the vaccine is here, and it's working, and they're ramping up production, and the virus is being beaten down. And the Democrats and the media and the radical left, they aren't celebrating, not by a long shot. Unless they can act fast, act before people really start paying attention, they're going to lose their opportunity to fundamentally change America. This is a disaster, and it's all Donald Trump's fault. He cut the red tape. He gave the drug companies billions of dollars, and he turned their scientists loose. They took advantage of new technologies, and they took advantage of the freedom he gave them to do their work without the government looking over their shoulders every step of the way, and slowing down their progress to the point that it could have added years to the time it took to develop the vaccine. How many hundreds of thousands of people would have died? Maybe millions of people all over the world. But all they can think about is how they might not be able to take advantage of the 500,000 deaths that have already happened. And they're unhappy. They might not be able to get more power. These people who have locked us down for no good reason, these people who have hurt our children and our families, they actually want to use our suffering to get more power so they can hurt us even more. And what does Donald Trump get out of saving all these lives? He gets to be vilified by the left and the Democrats and the media. He gets to be investigated by the Attorney General of New York and other states too. He gets his tax returns given to people who are filled with hate for him. This is what the left does to people who do good things. They punish them because they get in their way, because the pandemic is ending and they need it to continue if they want to get more power. Will you vote for them in 2022? Do such hateful people deserve to keep having power over us? If you really look at what they're doing, you have to be appalled at their behavior. And you should be terrified, too. They must be defeated at the ballot box in 2022. And their defeat must be overwhelming. We need to send them a message, a message they'll never forget. And while I'm thinking about it, I want to say thanks to Donald Trump, because nobody on the left will ever do that. Thanks for not listening to all of the experts who said it couldn't be done. Thanks for getting a vaccine developed in record time. Thanks for saving all those lives. Everyone should be thankful, because one of the lives you saved could have been theirs, or someone they loved, someone that they'll miss. 
you'd think there'd be at least one honest Democrat or member of the media who'd be thankful for what you did, Mr. President. Wouldn't you? Just one. But all you hear is silence. 